Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DM on the stuff that matters. Hello, Lawsy. Hello there. Happy Friday. Happy. Oh, happy Friday. I've I never mean, heard not you to say the guests that listening. before. Yeah, what? what? It's <laughs> Sorry, Wednesday. guys. It is definitely Wednesday. Uh, Friday is just our recording day. How are you going? I'm going good. I had a good sleep last night. So oh, Tell I us just, about it. How much sleep did you have? Probably. What is good? <laughs> what is good is my head probably hit the pillow and fell asleep around 10.45. Mm-hmm. Harvey woke up a bit restless at about three, but Josh went and go Josh. Him. go Josh very lucky for me um so I kind of woke up then but I stayed in bed so drifted off pretty quickly and then I didn't wake up to feed him till like 5 a.m so that is the longest stretch between feeds that we've had and it was amazing really nice to have that sleep so um yeah still broken sleep but amazing I feel like a new woman well you look gorgeous as nice. usual <laughs> also because you're so good at your makeup. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes. So anyway. I realised yes. I haven't even spoken about our new family member. Oh, Ben. I feel really bad. I feel like on the podcast I've really neglected, neglected Ben. Like ben. we haven't even chatted about him. So <laughs> shout out to Ben. No, Ben is our new golden retriever dog. So now we have two golden retriever dogs um, and a part of our family. So, so beautiful. He's very cute. He's also a little bit of a rat bag. They all are when they're... I think I forgot what puppy stage was like. It's it's not easy. No, it's not. So I just wanted to put that out there for anyone that's watching my stories and be like, it's so, he's so cute. It's (laughs) like, yes, except puppies are a lot of work. Yeah. And it's what you you keep saying. It's such a great analogy for it. A puppy is literally like a toddler without a nappy on. Mm. Yes, and mm. we've now rolled the rugs up. (laughs) So I was waiting for that. Yeah, we had to because I cannot... I mean, well, I... Our queen, stain I am remover. the queen of stain <laughs> I feel like it would just, after a while, yeah. there's probably like a certain s- a smell or something that you just can't, no matter how many times you try and clean it, it probably it's won't. Not, it's not even this, no, no urine smelling here at my house. What do you think? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, if yeah. it got to that it's point. It's more it that it, when you do the stain removal, mm. it bleaches your carpet or your rug or whatever a tiny bit so like you can kind of see where the stain is and also it's the it's more the fact yeah that like sitting down to have dinner ben decides to do a wee on the rug yeah soak it up spray the stuff it's like a 10 minute process every single time and i'm so happy that we finally rolled that was dalton's initiative and i'm really happy about it so you told me today that you think yesterday he weed on the couch? Yep, I, that, I do not think he did. Okay. He weed on he weed on the couch and yesterday is that because maybe the rug wasn't there. Well, we hadn't had the rug for about four days, okay. so okay. I hope. So last night went to sit down to have dinner, and I said to Dalton, "Honey, please did you me. spill something on the couch? Please tell me that you did." <laughs> and he said, "No, Laura, I didn't." And I said, "Are you sure?" And then I looked over, and it was in the shape of a wee, <laughs> and. Ben weed on our couch. Lovely. Is that a thing? I didn't know dogs weed on couches. Anyway, I hope he's home today. So I hope he has not repeated the same thing. I dry cleaned it with my new dry cleaning pet removal machine thing <laughs> that um, I was recommended on social media. Uh, and hopefully when I get home today, it is not the, he's not, he's not gone back there because that is just, I don't know, I feel like. Wing on the couch is just like next level. Yeah, no, it is next level. 
Um, but it's like, it's one of those things. It's the same with, um, I mean, Harvey, I haven't got angry at yet because I feel like you just can't get angry at a baby, but I think it's the same with, with puppies. It's like, they do something and you're just like, you don't know any better. So I can't even get mad at you. But don't (laughs) wait. But don't do it again. (laughs) So now last week I threw you under the bus, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You at the start of the episode said, that there was something else There's to share. something else and I just want to let you know if you feel like – and now what this is is like I'm dying inside right now wanting to – like I'm those cartoons <laughs> that evaporate in their clothes and just the clothes are left gives me anxiety. Not However, I deserve it. <laughs> so we need to do, do – wait, do you want to say it? Yeah, yeah and okay. it's not – you don't It to, is weird. It's weird. Let us like, know if you think how weird it is. It is the, I reckon it's honestly – like I'm pretty weird. I reckon it's the weirdest thing I've ever done in my life. Huh. Straight afterwards I regretted it because I knew it would become content for the podcast. Yeah. I was forced into it. You'll be surprised. I reckon there are so many friends who have done the same thing. Okay. Especially after having <laughs> a drink. A couple of weeks ago we went out for drinks together um, and it was the first outing Josh and I had had away from Harvey. It was the makeup night. It, it was, was it was oh, it, it was, was the makeup now the makeup night, night, yes. if you were listening last week. And so had a few drinks, but we were out for a little bit, so I had to pump. Um mm-hmm. and I was just like not going to obviously savour that because it had alcohol in it, mm-hmm. that milk. It was just gonna go down the sink. But we all decided it would be a real fun lull <laughs> to try the milk before but I got rid of it. Who were we saying? We were saying Josh. I was Josh. Like, I was with the Josh. one that instigated it. Yeah. This is the thing I set myself yeah. up for this. Josh has been interested in it, as in like it kind of. He wasn't like, oh, I really want to try it, but he was interested in knowing what it tastes like. So, before tipping it down the sink, <laughs> um, Josh had a sip, and he was like. Oh, it's not even bad. And then we were like, what, what do you mean? What does it taste like? He said it tasted like light milk with like some sort of Extra sugar, sugar in it. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, I need to take a sip. <laughs> Took a sip of it and it was true. It tasted like room temperature, watered down milk with maybe some sugar syrup in it or something. Then Laws. <laughs> Lawsy was intrigued and then we were like, you have to try it. I was like, oh, I thought it would taste off. I'm not trying it though. That that is the next level weird. But she did. Is this normal? Am I weird? Is this this like, are you listening and being like, oh, I did that once with my friend? Or are you listening and being like, Laura, that is not normal? I've already spoken to a few other friends who have have done done it. it, Okay. I think it happens. Yeah. Goodness me. I think anyone who doesn't know someone pregnant or isn't close enough with someone, they're probably thinking, you weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really not that weird. At the end of the day, another human's drinking it. So it can't be that. Well, also I looked it up because I was weed. like, I literally was weed. like, Am I okay? <laughs> that would be weird. Would not drink your weed, <laughs> even if we're, I'm happy. Maybe if we're in the desert, like, and we we're gonna die, it's we had to do it. Um, I wouldn't eat your body then. Oh my god, carnivore? No, oh what's carnivore? Wow. Okay, you heard it here first. Oh, Laura would not eat my body. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't be like, we're so hungry. Let's chop off our fingers or anything. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> This is Let's taking a dark, weird turn. Okay. Um, and, oh, what else did I have to say about it? The milk trying. Yeah, I think that was all. Oh. It, are we done with it? Yeah, Dalton didn't, didn't no, try it. No, I was like, that is There was a point much. where I felt like oh, he wanted to. I looked it up because I was like, am I going to get sick from <laughs> oh, this? Okay. Like, I was like, does it have antibodies in it or something that like aren't made for men for my body? <laughs> but obviously not. It actually, apparently at this age Body is, builders. Uh, have they, it. Well, I thought it would be good for immunity sort of said online for oh yeah me. So no it is it is good but also <laughs> apparently that's full of good fats and protein so bodybuilders are now drinking okay body but yeah that anyway is, just want to say that's not me no 
Okay. Anyway, moving, moving on. on. Moving on from trying your friends. Um, but my best friend's breast milk. I probably won't try anyone else's. <laughs> um, anyway, special share. What have you got for us? Okay, I have a movie recommendation. It is honestly one of the biggest tearjerkers ever. Uh huh. It's called Our Friend. It's on <gasps> Prime. Uh, I saw you post about oh, this. Oh, Lawsy. You would like it, okay. but you'll you'll cry. Like so, you'll I have cry to be ready time. for it. Yeah, be ready for an emotional. Emotional story. So uh, the story um, is like one of the main characters has cancer and it's mm-hmm. like the whole battle. And anyway, it's a beautiful story though. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually based on a true story. Um, and Josh and I were just sobbing the entire time, but it was a really good movie. So our friend. Okay. Highly recommend. Sometimes I feel like when I know a movie is sad, I have to prepare for my, myself yep. for the time I'm going to watch yep. it because you, I feel like sometimes, and I do, I'm horrible at this, I put my emotions to the side and I don't deal with them. And sometimes watching really sad movies brings them out. So I'm like, I can't deal with this right now. You probably will. Maybe this weekend sad. though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. But it's a beautiful Okay. Movie. On Prime, Amazon. Mm. Oh, two Amazon recommendations in a row. Oh, yes. The swimming one. Yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh my God. Also, I have to apologize to everyone. Someone DM me about this and I felt really bad and I was really confused at the start. What? Actually, I have two funny DMs. The first one Mm. is that um, I mentioned that someone broke up on the bold type because it happened last season. Oh, but they hadn't watched it. And I didn't that. think, oh my God, oh, someone couldn't, might not have watched yeah, it before. I'm yeah, so that's, sorry. Yeah, that's I just, I apologize. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. So, yeah. first of all, sorry. Also, someone it made me laugh message and asked if the podcast, and she was really lovely and a fan of the podcast. So, thank you. No offense taken to it. And I also am grateful for this yeah, constructive um, criticism. Yeah. Was the podcast in 1.5 times speed? Oh. Because sometimes when we get together and talk, we are so excited to talk together. We, talk <laughs> we spoke really fast. Don't need to take it slow. Turning um, it down. So that was lol. Anyway, so sorry about both of those things. Um, my special share for the week mm. is Victoria Devine, who has been on the podcast mm-hmm. before, who is the founder of She's on the Money, has just released a book all about money for anyone, really. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. It's a great guide. I feel like it's the modern day barefoot investor. Yeah, nice. If I, you know. Yes. <laughs> rich, rich dad, poor dad for women maybe, young women. Yes, yeah. It's, yeah, it's fantastic. So I highly recommend and it's yeah, out cool. now so you can get it. Perfect. Yeah. Great recommendation. Thank you. So now. now. Kick updates. Kick updates. What do we have, Lizzie? Well, 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 well. A lot. We do have a lot. So this Friday is the last, it is the last week of our cardio Pilates challenge, Mm. which is the first month of our workout in winter challenge, which is very exciting. So this Friday, we have got our last live cardio Pilates session with Mari. So you can watch that uh, at 7.30, do it live. And it will also be put straight into the app Mm. after that. So if you can't make the live, that is okay. But it's a great, like whenever we do these lives, guys, if you aren't on the kick app, it's a great way to... Kind of see what it's all about. Yeah, meet our trainers. Yeah, exactly. And try. I'm obsessed with cardio Pilates. Like yeah, I'm really. I'm a it. new. Per, like I've never <laughs> been a large Pilates. You know mother. why though? It's because a bit yeah, more exactly. Intense. You were like. You, you know, you love your running and you knew Pilates was good for you yes. for running. So you, you kind of force yourself to do it once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, and I mean that in the nicest way possible, not force, actual force. Yes, of course. <laughs> you, I was like, this is good for me. Yes, I should be doing yes. it. Um, but now with the cardio Pilates, it's like your two favourite things yeah. now. Pilates may not have been your favourite, but it was really good for you. Yes. And now it's like spiced up a little bit. I agree. It's yeah. like um, strawberry milkshake. <laughs> 
laughed and I really liked our milkshake. Nice. Anyway, so that is on Friday. And then next month, so if you didn't join us for the winter challenge so far, that's okay. You can join at any time. And next month is a great time to start with us because we are launching our strength challenge. So the month of July is our strength challenge with Brit, all new masterclasses dropping into the app. Very in exciting. your planner, which is very exciting. So that is starting mm-hmm. on the 4th of July, which yep. is the 5th of July. Monday. Monday is definitely the 5th, but we are so excited about that. So, yeah, come and join us. And as always, we have got the free trial at all times available. So it's seven days free if you want to come and give it a go. And also update on our kick tour, which Woo! we are so, so excited about. The tickets are selling out super, super fast. So if you are interested in joining us um, in either Perth, Melbourne or Sydney, there are still tickets available. Head to our website to secure your spot and we'll see you there. We are so excited. It's going to be the best. Now for this week's dive deep we're diving into the ocean to get that note. So we had some very, very juicy and good relationship questions come into our inbox, into yeah, our podcast the inbox. DMs, yeah. So you can email us at any time with your DM questions or your clumsy stories. This week the clumsy story was dedicated to me drinking your breast milk. I sure. feel like that was okay. enough for yeah. the week. Um, but you can email us on podcast at keepitcleaner.com.au. We keep all of them anonymous unless, of course, you don't want to be. Mm. Let us know. We will assume anonymous. Mm. So there was some, as I said, some very good relationship questions. So I thought, why not deep Wind dive yeah. into them today? So we've got three. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a little bit of a preview. Oh, okay. So we've got one about how to know if someone is the one to have children with. Then in-laws, mm-hmm. your partner's family, mm-hmm. what to do if you don't like them mm-hmm. and you don't have aligning values and then sacrificing work for your partner. Should we have to do it and how do you know when you should enter a relationship? Mm, nice. So. Let's get into it. Steffi, take it away. What is the first question? Okay, the first question. How do you know that your partner is the right person to start a family with? We haven't put a date on when we would like to start trying for a baby, but we've been discussing it a lot lately and both my partner and I are keen to have kids in our mid to late 20s. We're nearly 25. Um, We're in a relationship, but we're not married. I love my partner to bits. I think he would be an amazing father. And from discussions, I know we have similar values in parenting. In saying that, having a child with someone is the ultimate commitment. And in one way or another, you will be connected to the other parent for the rest of your life. How can you be 100% sure that you're choosing the right person to have a baby with? I am the child of a divorced parents and really don't want to put my own child through that. Great question. Great question. And I mean, it's it's such a... When I first read this question, I kind of thought, you know, I think this is something that would go through every single person's mind. Mm -hmm. And I think that while, and I think I'm as well a child of divorced parents. And I think because you've been through that, you have this extra, I find I've got this extra kind of hesitation Mm -hmm. in my head. Like, how do you know? Because obviously it's quite traumatizing to go through and you don't want your kids to to go through it, even though it's absolutely so normal. Um, But I think it's definitely something that, yeah, for me personally is definitely in the back of my mind kind of and something that you just, yeah, because you you know that you love someone and you want Mm. to be with them right now. Mm. But then obviously having a child is, I would say it's, well, I would say it's definitely more of a commitment than getting married mm-hmm. because you this obviously this child is with you for the rest of your lives mm-hmm. and you're going to be connected 
to mm. that partner. Oh, totally. And, you know, I, I'm not coming from, you know, someone with divorced parents, but um, my parents have a beautiful relationship. They always yeah, have. They and they're incredible parents. So I think in my kind of background, I, I went into a serious relationship with Josh and, you know, the idea of having kids or getting married with a, a high expectation of like where the bench line mm. is. You know what I mean? Like I really look up to my parents for mm. the relationship they have and, and the way that they were as parents. So it was almost like it's got to be that mm. <laughs> or, or I won't accept mm-hmm. it kind of thing. Um, and it is hard to know, I think, like because things change, people change. So I don't think ev- anyone ever knows 100%, you know, this is the right person to have a baby with and it's always going to be okay. Of course, like, for example, Josh and I have just had a baby. I went into it thinking he's going to be an incredible You've made father. the commitment. I've made yeah. that commitment, you know. <laughs> he's going to be an incredible father. I want to be with him for the rest of my life. Um, and we both want to be with each other for the rest of our lives. But, again, we can't look into the future. Yeah. We have no idea what's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I hope that nothing changes and we stay just as in love and everything. But you just – you don't know. You, mm. can't, you can't read into the future. You never know. And you can only make – it's like any decision we make in our lives. We can only – I mean, obviously we can get anxious about what's going to happen yeah. in the future, but I think we need to make sure we're not putting too much pressure on ourselves totally. and we're making the decision with the information that we have available Presently. to us yeah. Yeah, at the time, exactly. And I think with this situation, I mean, you've spoken about how you're, you've spoken about how he would be an amazing father, that you think he would mm. and you have similar values in parenting. I think they're, they're the really things. important discussions yeah. to have because obviously that can put a lot of strain in a relationship if you don't have the same parenting values. Oh my God, a hundred percent, because I feel feel like you know even if you are with someone for the rest of your life and you're married and you make that commitment and you never get divorced but if you have completely different values on how to parent or whatever that would almost be just as difficult uh, to parent a child whether uh, I mean to someone who is separated and may not live with their partner but have the exact same values you'd almost argue that it's it's just as difficult so I I agree I think they're Mm. both very important points and values in general I think that's one thing that I would well I mean I'll probably have a child with Dalton. I, would, I, mean, I know I know I will. Yeah, 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 um, And I think when I've been thinking about that, I think about like what are both of our values, which obviously have to be aligned. Because you want the kid to have those Exactly. Yeah. And then I think also speaking about goals as a family because your partner might want to move overseas and that might not be, not be what you want to do. So mm-hmm. I think just being aligned on what you want for the future and then also what each other's expectations on kids are. I know I've... I've of people where there's an expectation that, you know, if you're sometimes the mum might have to stay home mm. and that the dad's not going to take any time from work, mm. make sure you're okay with that. And yeah. if you are 100% fine, but yeah. I think all of those conversations are really, really important because you don't want to then have had, you know, taking having a child is such a big commitment as Sefa, you know, yep. <laughs> and you don't want to get there and then kind of be like, oh, I thought it was going to be like this because you haven't had all of those discussions. And I mean, you can't always plan it and that's no. okay, but no. just I think make sure your partner and, and you, when you talk about it, like you're a team, it's not just like one expectation and one person gets to, you know, continue working um, and then the other one doesn't or if that's what you want, that's fine, but mm. have that conversation. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, do do your best, your absolute best to go into this decision with, um, I suppose, the least amount of anxiety as, as possible because you can't read the future um, and, and just go on, you know, what you've said here. You've got the same values, you mm. know, you think you'd be a great father. They are incredible points to this decision. So, yeah. If you do decide to have a kid, um, have fun. It's it's a it's a wild ride. <laughs> What's your number one parenting <laughs> advice, Sebby? What would you give uh, advice to anyone right now that like one piece? Um, I, I've I've actually given this piece of advice so many times now, and I think I've even recommended it on the podcast. But read the motherhood, the book. I honestly think that book for me 
prepped me for this new mum stage so like more than anything and I'll, and connect with other mums that yeah those two things I think once you hear other stories of that new mum stage and you realize how tough it can be you kind of prepare yourself for anything and whilst nothing can compare compare you to like for de- uh, sleep deprivation or, oh my god I can't even speak there you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing can compare you to <laughs> nothing can compare you for it, Every, what am I trying to say? Nothing can compare. Com, can come. No. Oh my goodness. Can, nothing can prepare, prepare you for oh sleep God. deprivation. Yes. Nothing <laughs> can prepare you for it. All really, not just the sleep, but what, if you've read a lot or you've talked to a lot of people about it, you're at least like a little bit prepared of what could go down. Mm. Um, I think that helped me a lot. Yeah. Great advice. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that on the fly. Okay, now question number two. I'm having some trouble with my boyfriend's family. We've been together for a year and a half and I barely see his family. He comes to my house every weekend and sometimes during the week. I don't go to his house that often, mainly because he's very different to his family and he prefers to hang with me and my family. We're both 20, which is still very young. I think his parents are going to get divorced. They always argue for my attention and get my opinions on things. I'm not one to judge another person's relationship at all, but they never show any affection to each other, never sit next to each other and have been sleeping separately for years. This impacts me because when I go to his house, they fight for my attention and argue over who I talk to. And sometimes I'm having two conversations going at once because they don't want to communicate with each other. That sucks. They treat me like a famous person when I go there for dinner. When I go there for dinner and it makes me feel really uncomfortable. I don't think my boyfriend notices that I feel uncomfortable. I feel just and really try to avoid going there when I can. Sometimes I think if we were able to stay together and get married that I would not be able to handle organising a wedding as his mother is controlling and would want everything her way and is just a completely different person to us. Which then leaves me... Which then leads me to, should we even stay together if I cannot mentally cope with his family? We were both brought up... We were both brought up very different and it definitely has caused some issues in our relationship. He was given everything on a gold platter whilst I worked so hard at a part-time job during school to afford things. I would love some help in this situation. I don't think there's much that I can do and I will hurt my partner's feelings if I talk to him about it. He loves me so much and I love him too, but I want to be able to spend time with his family without feeling super uncomfortable and awkward. Yeah, that's a hard, that's a really But I feel situation. like it's super common. So common. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I would say, first of all, to that last point of like not wanting your partner to feel uncomfortable with talking to him about it, you got to get that out of your head. Because yes. at the end of the day, if he really loves you, you need to be open about the way you're feeling around his family because things can't change if you don't try and make that change. And like, it's awkward as hell for you to talk to his parents about this situation but it might be something that he could talk to them about and they could be more aware and possibly make a bit of a difference. Now, there is some people who would, you know, possibly not change and that's just who they are and they don't think there's a problem with it and you should just deal with it and in that case, that would suck. But you don't know until you've tried to work on it and to have that um, open communication with your partner. I think that's really important. Um, Again, as I said, if he truly loves you and really, really cares for you, He wants to know if you're ever feeling uncomfortable, even if it is his family that's making you feel that way. Um, It's, yeah, it's, I I don't even, okay, back on the partner as well. You mentioned it's kind of hard to, to decipher, you know, the relationship. Obviously, we don't know you personally, but you've kind of said that he's very different to his parents. But then you've also said that you had a completely different growing up. So I think, again, kind of like with the first question, 
are you aligned in your values? You know, maybe work that out. Um, if he's kind of more like his parents than you thought, possibly, then that's, you know, that's kind mm. of maybe going to tell you what your relationship's going to be like. But, um, yeah, you kind of need to have those open com- communication oh, open conversations. Sorry, guys, I'm lost for words today, um, to be able to get anywhere, I think. I agree, and I completely agree with what you said about it's not – because if you think about – in-laws or mm. whatever if you're mm-hmm. not married mm-hmm. boyfriend's parents mm-hmm. their child is like their like they protect their child oh. they don't want their child going out with someone you know they're no. they're protective of their child so you even if they love you and maybe 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 in some circumstances but most of the time if you try and have a conversation with your parent boyfriend's parents and tell them how they're making you feel uncomfortable oh and you don't like it usually probably won't go down no. very well because of just the way the relationship is if I don't even know how you would navigate exactly that exactly right <laughs> I think it is your partner's you need to talk as you said Steph definitely talk to your partner about it um, and if it is something that you feel like you can't get through mm. with this mm. you definitely need to talk to him mm. And then he needs to talk to them. It's yeah. obviously extremely inappropriate uh, for his parents to be talking, both having Absolutely. conversations with you and then making you Fighting feel uncomfortable. And then, of course, you don't want to go there, but you would probably want to – I feel like I, I know I've been in the situation before where you want to spend equal time with both families yeah. because that's fair yeah. and, and you don't want them to feel like you don't ever put time in with them. Yeah. But if you dread going there and, you know, everyone's time is valuable, you don't want to go there and just be like feel like a famous yeah. person in a bad way at <laughs> dinner every night. Um, but it is, I think one thing that is, one thing that you said that, um, which then leads me, should we stay together if I cannot mentally cope with his family? Mm. It's very important. I think what you said, Steph, about values, mm. very, very important. You need to make sure that his values are not the same as his family's because yep. then I think probably not, it's yep. probably not going to work. Yep. But if they are completely different, which I know of people yep, that have values, yep. the polar opposite to their family absolutely. and it's because of their things, experience with, yeah, yeah bad experiences yeah. they never want that for yeah. themselves and their new family yep. um that they have but you need i think it's important to remember first so you separate that yeah. and then if they have different values to their family which and you're aligned with their values remember you're not marrying their family no, and you're I, your own family exactly and i think when you're younger and yeah. you're 20 obviously you kind of are with their family because the you only place you see them and, yeah. is with their family but yeah. once you get older you and out. yeah and you move out or you're with people that don't live at home mm-hmm. yes you still have to see their family but maybe you know, it's tolerable. Once a month, yeah. you know, I know, I know, lots of people that are married to people and they don't like their yeah. family, and it is what it is. Yeah. They can't change the family. They tolerate them mm-hmm. on at family events, and mm-hmm. it's a bit sad because, like, you don't want that hate in your life. Mm-hmm. But it's not every day when no. you go there. No, I completely agree. Completely agree. It's it's starting your own family, but it, it does yeah. come down to the values. That exactly. Because yeah, sure. imagine if every single person, and I even know people that don't want to break up with people because they love their family. But yeah. what I say to my friends when they say that, I'm yeah. like, if this was me, yeah. you're not going to, in 50 years, you're not yeah. going to be like, oh, maybe their parents won't be alive in 50 yeah. years anyway. So yeah. you don't want to marry someone's mom or their yeah. dad because you love their family. Yeah. No. You, you're you marrying or you're being with that person. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think, I think it's a bit hard if we then have to put an expectation that we have to find a partner that suits us and their whole family has, has to, to be aligned us with us. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like a That'd lot of people have issues yeah, in this would, area. That would be pretty rare, I think, for sure. Um, but thank you for sending your question. Hopefully. I think it's a good one. I feel like it's something oh, that a lot of people... Common. 
And I think until you've, when you're younger and you have a boyfriend, it's, well, you know, in high school, like younger than 20, like 16, 17, mm. you kind of see the parents, but it's like, you just want to make them happy. And like, mm. I think also they don't take your relationship seriously. That's the other thing so I was going to So they don't even say, really, you know, yeah, yeah. but when you hit 18, 20, that's when you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. But I think also parents, whether it is like a dad being protective of his little girl or mm. like a mum being really protective of her son, because, you know, they have this mother son like I know Josh is super close with his mum and so is my brother um really beautiful relationship but coming in as another woman in his life you know it can be it can be a lot and I think the other thing is it can take time for that relationship to blossom and to um you know for example my own relationship like absolutely love my mother-in-law and but at the start because I dated some of Josh's friends in the past and I had like known them since I was 12 it was it was a bit funny I will admit like to be with his family it was almost like is this going to be taken seriously because I'm just like the girl next door who's (laughs) kind of dated some of his friends before and I did feel a little bit like oh I I really kind of wanted to impress Nat and like I wanted to you know be the the best um well not daughter-in-law obviously because we weren't married then but the best fit for Josh and because they had such a beautiful close relationship um and she never actually put that pressure on me it was definitely an internal thing in my own mind but I do think it takes time to like build up feeling really comfortable and like feeling like not that you've been accepted but that beautiful relationship I think whilst it also never comes for some people it even the people that it does come for it can take time to feel to feel normal it's never going to feel like your family yes um for what you're used to because it's a a different individual a hundred percent and as as you said it's just as you get older you the relationship with the parents is always important but you your life is not your values not on how much you impress them as you get older I would say for sure for sure all right on to the next question we need to get some sound effects (sighs) um we need to load them onto our little thing Amazing. Jazz, <laughs> Let's go into jazz theme there. Right. Let's go into question three. What a way to bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am looking for advice on how to know when to end a relationship. I've been with my partner for six years and while nothing's wrong, I feel like there's just things that were once important to me that I have settled on, like emotional support. We're incredible friends and there is a lot of love between us, but I often wonder if this relationship doesn't encourage us to develop into our best selves anymore. We are also both very career driven and our area of work means we have to take turns in whose job takes priority. And due to circumstances, out of our control, it has always been his. I really want to be with someone who will push me, support me and challenge me mentally. But there are so many amazing parts of my current relationship that I really care for. Adventures together, each other's families, friendship groups, shared home. I'm struggling to decide what's the right way to go, particularly while living together and receiving the good parts of the relationship daily. What a good question. Yeah, it's the grass is always greener kind of question. You know, it's like you could be with someone and be so happy and as she said, not really have any issues, but if it's not like completely 100% fulfilling you, you'll always wonder if you're with someone else, would that completely fulfill you? You know what I mean? And you never know <laughs> is the answer <laughs> kind never of thing. Know. So you've got to, you know, kind of think about what's really important to you now in a relationship. It's okay if it's not what was important to you, you know, six years ago, as you said, they're they're not really that important to you anymore. You've got to work what's important for you now and what you think would be important ongoing. And if it's not what's happening, then that's something you've got to really consider. Um, it's okay to 
change your mind on what is important in a relationship. I think everyone does, especially if you've been together that long. I agree 100%. And I think as well, what stuck out to me in this question was the career Mm. part of it. I think if you, if something in your life that you really value is your career and like speaking for myself, like Mm. this is something that Dalton and I are very much kind of currently, and we've had to go through stages where we've kind of, because we both run our own businesses. And I mean, Steph, you and Josh are the same. You do. What I've realised is, and I can't imagine then having a child in this situation, but you can't both – it's very hard for both of you to be yep. 100% at all times. It's very, very hard because you're kind of both – and you have to make a choice mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. because it means you don't have as a much time, time mm-hmm. for each other. And that at the moment in my relationship, that's both, where Dalton and yeah. I are at right now. Yeah. We So when I think of this though – the reason we got to this point now is because we had a conversation about yeah. it. So we, when we first started dating, I when we renovated our house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that took a lot of time, yeah, right? And, and I didn't have it. <laughs> yeah. And Dalton didn't really have it, but he sacrificed yeah. his work at yeah. that time to be more present yeah. at that renovation. Well, it wasn't that long. It was like six months or something, but he really did sacrifice yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't have the conversation about, sacrificing it was kind of just like because it was a renovation thing and this Mm -hmm. is very sexist I was like it's a boy thing you have to deal with it I can't I'm busy yeah um and so that was and also because I was financially supporting us a little Mm -hmm. bit more Mm -hmm. it was kind of like that was the automatic thing that happened but that wasn't fair because we should have had the conversation and sat down Mm -hmm. and because I think then for Dalt it was really hard for him because then he was like I've given this up because of you yeah and we didn't have the conversation so I would say definitely communicate because for me if Dalton now asked me to give up on my career or Mm, and we mm. hadn't discussed it Mm. or other way around I would resent him forever yeah yeah, and if if something happened that meant that I had to I would then and I'm thinking about in your situation now obviously you said that you have to put your you've always been the one that's gone second because of circumstances if that's if you're going to look back in five years and you know really struggle with Mm. this like look at him and be like I you I have sacrificed so much for Mm. you and your career is something you really value. I think that's something you need to talk about because I like right now. So since that's happened, um, we've both become busier Mm -hmm, with work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we're kind of in this, like, (laughs) not a great, um, not we're in a fine place as a relationship, but our lifestyle right now is like, go, go, go. It's a a lot. Exactly. It is. It is. But we chose that and we had a conversation about it. And you know, we know that we get home and yeah, it is short term, but mm, I don't know what, how long short term is, but we've both decided that, that we want to really like Knuckle put down. a lot of time into work <laughs> yeah. and we both run our businesses like same as you and Josh yeah. and we've equally passionate exactly about what right. you do. Yeah. So we've both said this means that we'll be getting home a bit later and mm-hmm. then when we get home we make dinner and then we usually just work yeah. until I log off a bit early because I need like two hours before bed mm. uh, but he'll work like literally until and like last night we got home I don't think we spoke to we spoke to you and Josh on the phone that was kind of the only time that we oh spoke. God, you should have told us no, 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 but that was good because it made <laughs> us stop work you know it's just it's but it that is just but the only reason that we are able to be okay with that and that it's working really well is mm. because we've had the conversation mm-hmm. and we've said to each other this is what we want mm-hmm. You can't have everything. You mm. can't have a, an amazing balanced life and like, no. you know, and without having and then also have really busy work life. You just can't have both. You have to choose. We've both chosen work at the moment, but we have discussed it. Yeah. And because we've discussed it, it's it's working. Yeah. But if we yeah. hadn't communicated, it would have been. And I know if I had to sacrifice my work for adult, I would be 
horribly angry and he would be the same mm. we just we, we don't want we don't want to do that yeah yeah so we had to make sure our what we're choosing in life and our goals and everything are aligned mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if that makes sense no a hundred a hundred percent a hundred percent and josh and i have had the same conversations similarly um and i've told him to be honest like how much it does help me when you know when he's not busy <laughs> and he and he's fine with that and he he wants to be able to support me in that way and so that's good but it, there is times absolutely when it's like okay can't do that right now mm. for the next couple of months it's going to be really like things with soda are going to be really busy or you know vice versa so it is about having that communication because if you didn't have those conversations it would be really hard to not fall into resentment for sure when we're all so passionate about what we do it's just the way it happens. Exactly. And especially if you are planning, I'm not sure in this question because you didn't speak about it, if you're going to have kids, but yeah. that again, and I mean, Steph, you're going through that right yeah. now. Like yeah. that's a whole different thing because then it's like actually someone does need to be available at, at all times and yeah. it's like who is that going to be? Yeah. And you don't want to probably just leave it till on no. the fly because no. you need to like set those expectations for yourselves. Yeah, yeah. you got to work out where the balance is going to come from and – Hundred percent. Again, I feel like everything we speak about comes down to communication. Yeah, 100%. it's just so important in everything we do in life. But I think it's such a common. Yeah, when I saw this question come through, I'm like, wow, this is literally what's happening. Kind mm. of, well, not actually because Dalton and I have had the conversation. Had the conversation. Yeah. Like, we're all good. Yeah. But I think it is something that is so common, and I didn't realize how. I always thought that you could both. It's funny because even though we don't have kids. Mm. One, there's still stuff like if you live out of home that has to be done yeah. that if you both work crazy hours, it's actually really hard. To, oh it God, sounds yeah. so stupid. You have two dogs managing, also. That's exactly. Like managing job. a household. like for, And we're so like we have a cleaner. Mm-hmm. That's very mm-hmm. helpful for mm-hmm. us because without that, that's yeah. an, that's one thing that used to be like we were both exhausted and yeah. we didn't have time to do it and then yeah. we get so angry at each other for not contributing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was a way that we were able to, you know, yes, we have to pay for it and yes, we're very lucky to be in a financial position that but we can afford that. Mentally. But that's helped our relationship a yeah. lot too because that is now something – that we don't have to do and yeah. we don't have to argue about. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I, I understand that it does cost to have that, but but again, if you can't afford that, you need to communicate about yeah. who's uh, who's in charge of what. Exactly, who's taking the bins out each exactly. week. Exactly, who's going to do the dishes? Who's doing the supermarket shopping? Like, work that out exactly. so that you don't just have a really busy day and then resent the other person because mm. they've missed something because mm-hmm. they might have had just as busy of a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what we did with Ben. Like, yeah. it's silly. It's a dog, but he's a dog. But when we got him, I was like, Dalton, we both work so much. Like, how's this going to work? Yeah. And we both agreed that we would be able to do one day each from home, and we would manage. I'm like, this is not on me, and it's mm-hmm. not on you. We have to do it equally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's you know now it's it's been okay the first few like months for a puppy are the hardest but yeah, it's just we had, we had to have that conversation for that yeah. too so just as you said Steffi communication is key so important absolutely so 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 important. I hope that I hope that helps your question that was more like an open counseling session for me no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good I feel like all three questions today so relatable to so many which is why we decided to make it in an entire podcast mm. so we hope you guys got something out of it um, and enjoyed this potty and I think that that's it from us today. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is it for us today. So if you – am I, am I allowed to do the intro? Am I, have I been – am I unfired no, from it? Am I back? Unfired. I can't back. back. I'm employed again. <laughs> Let's see how well I can do this. Though. How about so, rehired, not unfired? <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you do want to find anything more about us, you can on social media at Keep a Cleaner, at Seth Claire Smith and at Laura.Henshaw. And if you would like to join us for the Workout in Winter Challenge for the Strength, you know, you can join now if you want to 
do the cardio pilates as well yeah. but the strength challenge is kicking off on monday the 5th of july very 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 exciting come and join us you get a seven day free trial you can try it and of course you are not locked in you can cancel at any time and you can find us on our website at www.keepitcleaner.com.au. We are actually about to go on a mini two-week podcast break. So we will be back in your ears in two weeks' time. We will chat to you then. Bye. Bye.